When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1531, Training versus Working Out, by Sam Lynch of fitinitiative.co.uk. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy middle of the week Wednesday, and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best health and fitness blogs to you, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. Now it is Wednesday, which means it's the middle of the week, so we may need that little bit of inspiration to make it through these last couple of weekdays. So here we go. Quote, when I dare to be powerful, to use my strength in the service of my vision, it becomes less and less important whether I am afraid. Audrey Lord. All right, now that we're in the right frame of mind, let's get right to today's article and start optimizing your life. Training versus Working Out by Sam Lynch of fitinitiative.co.uk. Despite the terms being somewhat synonymous, there's a big difference between someone going to the gym for a workout and someone going there to train. The biggest difference between training and working out is that one is structured and part of a bigger plan, and the other tends to be random, or at most, loosely structured. Essentially, Workouts are singular bouts of exercise, whereas training is the productive sequencing of workouts towards a specific goal. While doing something is mostly better than doing nothing, without an overarching structure or theme, random workouts will lead you to random results. Workouts. A workout can be anything that you decide to do in the gym, at home, or wherever. A workout is singular and doesn't take into consideration the scope of the next or the previous workout. Typically random in nature, workouts with no overarching direction can leave you spinning on a hamster wheel as you try to achieve your goals. A good example of a workout is showing up to an exercise class and completing whatever the instructor has planned that day. Do random workouts have their place? Again, for the general population, doing something is better than doing nothing. Workouts do have their place, 
especially for those who aren't looking for structure or wanting to achieve specific goals. Workouts provide opportunity for variation and keeping things fresh, which may help maintain interest for some people. You can probably still achieve a wide variety of goals with random workouts, but without accounting for the variables that a training program provides, these results will often be random. It's like getting from point A to point B in the dark without guidance. You may well get there, but you won't know how. Or worse, you may not get to point B at all and be unable to identify where you went wrong. For general goals like weight loss, random workouts can still provide you the necessary energy expenditure in order to achieve your goals, when paired with the right nutrition plan, of course. However, for performance-related goals, your workouts will need to be more specific, and training will most certainly be the better option for you. Training. Training gives direction to your workouts, making each individual session and component of those sessions complement the others in the program. Training takes into consideration what you actually want to achieve, the individual trying to achieve it, the best way to achieve it, and the time it takes to achieve it. This is why personal training is an effective tool as you'll be following a specific training program. Training will often implement a framework by which detailed workouts are delivered and take into consideration key concepts of successful programming, such as specificity. Is your training specific to your goal? Frequency. Are you training at the right frequency that enables the best adherence, stimulus, and opportunity for recovery? Progressive overload. Is the program progressively challenging each week? Recovery. Are you getting adequate recovery to allow for adaptations? And individualization. Does it take into consideration your individual needs? For performance-related goals especially, training is the better way to go. Even for general goals such as weight loss, a training program will give you a solid plan to follow and allow you to gather data to adjust and find out what works as you move along. Now, depending on your goals and how important training is to you, like those that are competitive athletes, training is typically periodized into microcycles, mesocycles, and macrocycles. Now, these go beyond the scope of this article and deserve their own spotlight in a separate article. So I won't go into that here. But for the general population, I would suggest a progressive program of six to eight weeks with a planned deload at the end before tweaking, progressing, and moving forward into another six to eight weeks. Signs you're working out and not training. You show up to the gym with no real plan. You don't track your workouts. You don't know why you're doing an exercise. You never adjust any training variables. You're simply not making progress. You're just copying other people in the gym. You only attend classes. And you do the same workout each time. How to move from working out to training. If your goal is to get a sweat on and just keep your body moving, then there's nothing wrong with working out. If, however, you do have a specific goal that you're serious about, then training is the way forward for you. Now, you can find a ton of training programs online for free that will give you more structure than your random workouts will. However, developing a training program that's specific for you often takes a trained eye and help from a professional.
You just listened to the post titled Training Versus Working Out by Sam Lynch of fitinitiative.co.uk. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Remember the key statement here. There is nothing wrong with working out. As today's author, Sam, said, moving more is a fantastic goal to have. Now, I can speak to U.S. data and say that the majority of Americans, Americans of all ages, that is, simply do not move enough each day. The guidelines state that children and adolescents should aim to participate in one hour of vigorous intensity activity seven days a week. Now, vigorous intensity activity basically means running, organized sports like basketball, football, soccer, tennis, swimming, baseball, not necessarily considered vigorous activity. And this is coming from a huge baseball fan. But let's be honest, probably not vigorous. Now, when it comes to adults, the guidelines state that we should aim for 150 minutes of moderate intensity activity each week. Moderate intensity activities would be equivalent to walking at a pace that increases your breathing rate. So it would be difficult to sing, like sing a song to yourself, but not so difficult that you couldn't hold a conversation. So if we can try and achieve this level of intensity for 30 minutes, at least five days a week, we're gonna hit this 150 minute per week target. Oh, and there's more good news. We don't have to walk for 30 minutes all at once. We can break it up into 10 minute walks. So if we can squeeze in three 10 minute walks throughout the day, and do this five times a week, we'll easily hit this target. So again, if you're only interested in working out and moving more, that's totally fine. If we can try and reach this goal at a minimum, that would be even better. All right, that does it for me for today. I hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday, and I'll see you back here for tomorrow's show where your optimal life awaits.